Hello, Chinese friends. Welcome to Spiritual Waimai. 欢迎来到属灵外卖 Delivering the spiritual food to you when you can't get out. 当你无法外出的时候，我们为你速递属天灵粮 This Spiritual Waimai article is a part of the series entitled "You're God's Masterpiece: The Genesis Notes." 本期属灵外卖来自特别系列。你是神的杰作，创世纪手记。Studying the book of Genesis to discover direction and hope for your awesome life. 通过研读创世纪，并联系新约的思想，为您的美好生活提供指引和亮光。God's big plan, Genesis chapter forty-six. Back to Jacob. In chapter forty-six, the focus of the story moves back to Jacob. For many chapters, we have been watching the life of Joseph unfold, but now the spotlight returns to Jacob. For 22 years, Jacob thought his beloved son Joseph was dead. For 22 years, God must have seemed silent. Jacob had no idea during those 22 years God was using Joseph to save the world, and now Jacob is going to meet his beloved son. Genesis chapter 46, verses 1 to 7. So Israel set out with all that was his, and when he reached Beersheba, he offered sacrifices to the God of his father Isaac. And God spoke to Israel in a vision at night and said, "Jacob, Jacob, here I am." He replied, "I am God, the God of your father." He said, "Do not be afraid to go down to Egypt, for I will make you into a great nation there. I will go down to Egypt with you, and I will surely bring you back again." And Joseph's own hand will close your eyes. Then Jacob left Beersheba, and Israel's sons took their father Jacob, and their children and their wives in the carts that Pharaoh had sent to transport them. So Jacob and all his offspring went to Egypt, taking with them their livestock and the possessions they had acquired in Canaan. Jacob brought with him to Egypt his sons and his grandsons and his daughters and granddaughters. All of his offspring. A special place for Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob, Beersheba. Jacob does not go alone to Egypt. He brings all he has. Along the way, he came to Beersheba. Beersheba is a special place. Years ago, in Beersheba, Abraham planted a tamarisk tree and called on the name of the Lord. He called God El Olam, the Eternal One. Genesis chapter twenty-one, verse thirty-three. Abraham planted a tamarisk tree in Beersheba, and there he called on the name of the Lord, the Eternal God. God also appeared to Isaac in Beersheba. Genesis chapter twenty-six, verses twenty-three to twenty-five. From there he went up to Beersheba. That night the Lord appeared to him and said, "I am the God of your father Abraham. Do not be afraid, for I am with you. I will bless you and increase the number of your descendants for the sake of my servant Abraham." Isaac built an altar there and called on the name of the Lord. There he pitched his tent, and there his servants dug a well. Jacob grew up in Beersheba. It was in Beersheba where Isaac blessed Jacob. Jacob then left Beersheba to go to Haran. While he was on the way, he had his first major revelation from God: the ladder going up and down from heaven. God appeared at the top of the ladder and spoke to Jacob. Genesis chapter twenty-eight, verses thirteen to fifteen. There above it stood the Lord, and He said, "I am the Lord, the God of your father Abraham, and the God of Isaac. I will give you and your descendants the land on which you are lying. Your descendants will be like the dust of the earth, and you will spread out to the west and the east, to the north and the south. All peoples on earth will be blessed through you and your offspring." 
I am with you and will watch over you wherever you go, and I will bring you back to this land. I will not leave you until I have done what I have promised you. Now, in chapter 46, God is speaking to Jacob in Beersheba. But it reminds us of when God spoke to Jacob at another time in Bethel. He said, Genesis chapter 35, verses 11 to 12. And God said to him, I am God Almighty. Be fruitful and increase in number. A nation and a community of nations will come from you, and kings will be among your descendants. The land I gave to Abraham and Isaac I also give to you, and I will give this land to your descendants after you. Years have passed. Now Jacob is an old man at age 130. He is on his way to Egypt to see Joseph, the son Jacob thought was dead for 22 years. He has his entire household with him. He makes a special stop in this special place, Beersheba, a place where he grew up, a place where God spoke to his father Isaac and his grandfather Abraham. God's Big Plan The story of this family focuses on one person at a time, Abraham, Isaac, Jacob, Joseph. But we see each of their lives were very connected to the other person. They're not just individual lives, but their lives interwoven into God's great plan. Have you ever thought that you are a part of something much bigger than yourself? We often think only about our lives and God's plan for my life. What is my purpose? How will God help me? But we see in Genesis, God's plans are bigger and reach farther. Jacob is a part of something much bigger than himself. His life plan stretches back to his father and grandfather, and it will stretch far ahead to you and me. Have you thought about your life as a part of God's bigger plan? Do you realize that you have a purpose much bigger than just yourself or even your own family? God has big plans for Jacob. He has big plans for you. Sometimes you have to wait until you're 130 years old before you see it all. Let's seek God for wisdom so even when we're young, we can see His plan. God's personal plan. Though God was working on His big plan at this moment in Beersheba, God is very personal and speaks directly to Jacob. He knew Jacob's heart's desire to see his son, Joseph. As God was speaking to Jacob about his big plan, he also spoke directly to Jacob about his own heart's desires. So Jacob left his old life in Canaan, and he took everything he had with him to Egypt. He had the assurance from God that this was the right decision to make, even though it meant he had to leave the promised land. Genesis chapter 46, verses 8 to 34. These are the names of the sons of Israel, Jacob and his descendants, who went to Egypt. Reuben, the firstborn of Jacob. The sons of Reuben, Hanak, Palu, Hezron, and Carmi. The sons of Simeon, Jemuel, Jamin, Ohad, Jachin, Zoar, and Shaul, the son of a Canaanite woman. The sons of Levi, Gershon, Kohath, and Merari. The sons of Judah, Er, Onan, Shelah, Perez, and Zerah. But Er and Onan had died in the land of Canaan. The sons of Perez, Hezron, and Hamuel. The sons of Issachar, Tola, Pua, Jeshub, and Shimron. The sons of Zebulun, Sered, Elan, and Jehiel. These were the sons of Leah that Leah bore to Jacob and Paddan Aram, besides his daughter Dinah. 
These sons and daughters of his were 33 in all, the sons of Gad, Zepin, Hagi, Shuni, Esben, Eri, Aradi, and Areli, the sons of Asher, Imna, Ishva, Ishvi, and Berai. Their sister was Sarah. The sons of Beriah, Heber, and Malkiel. These were the children born to Jacob by Zilpah, whom Laban had given to his daughter Leah, 16 in all. The sons of Jacob's wife, Rachel, Joseph and Benjamin. In Egypt, Manasseh and Ephraim were born to Joseph by Asneth, daughter of Potipharah, priest of On. The sons of Benjamin, Bela, Beker, Ashbel, Gera, Naaman, Ehi, Rosh, Mupi, Hupim, and Ard. These were the sons of Rachel who were born to Jacob, 14 in all. The sons of Dan, Hushim, the sons of Natali, Jaziel, Guni, Jezer, and Shalem. These were the sons born to Jacob by Bilhah, whom Laban had given to his daughter Rachel, seven in all. All those who went to Egypt with Jacob, those who were his direct descendants, not counting his son's wives, numbered 66 persons. With the two sons who had been born to Joseph in Egypt, the members of Jacob's family which went to Egypt were 70 in all. Now Jacob had sent Judah ahead of him to Joseph to get directions to Goshen. When they arrived in the region of Goshen, Joseph had his chariot made ready and went to Goshen to meet his father Israel. As soon as Joseph appeared before him, he threw his arms around his father and wept for a long time. Israel said to Joseph, Now I am ready to die since I have seen for myself that you are still alive. Then Joseph said to his brothers and to his father's household, I will go up and speak to Pharaoh and will say to him, My brothers and my father's household who were living in the land of Canaan have come to me. The men are shepherds, they tend livestock, and they have brought along their flocks and herds and everything they own. When Pharaoh calls you in and asks, What is your occupation? You should answer, Your servants have tended livestock from our boyhood on, just as our fathers did. Then you will be allowed to settle in the region of Goshen for all shepherds are detestable to the Egyptians. Jacob was fruitful. Jacob's family was now a total of 70 people. When he first left his parents' home, he was but one man. Now he has grown into a great company of people. These lives represent Jacob's life work. God told him to be fruitful and multiply. Jacob did it. He now was 70 people. These people were a part of God's bigger plan. These 12 sons would grow into the 12 tribes of Israel. Judah rising as the leader. At this point in the narrative, once again, Judah serves as the leader of the family. Judah is not the firstborn, Reuben is. But Reuben lost his position as leader when he slept with his father's concubine. Although Judah had been through difficult events in life, He repented of his past sin and was willing and able to take the position of humble leader of his brothers. Jacob saw this in Judah and gives him the honor of going ahead of the family to prepare the way. Judah's life should be very encouraging for us. Not only was Judah guilty of the sin of selling his brother into slavery, he also raised two sons who were so evil, God killed them. Then Judah mistreated his daughter-in-law, slept with her, and condemned her to death. But his life changed when Judah acknowledged his sin, confessed, and repented. Since that time of repentance, there were three major leadership moments in his life. 
where he selflessly served his family. Number one, Judah spoke to Jacob and convinced him that he had to allow Benjamin to go to to Egypt. Number two, Judah spoke to Joseph and asked for mercy to allow Benjamin to return home. Number three, Jacob sent Judah ahead of the family to get directions to Goshen. He's the GPS. God redeemed Judah's life and took a repentant sinner and turned him into a great leader. In fact, through the rest of the Old Testament, we will see the tribe of Judah rising higher and higher until finally, out of the tribe of Judah comes King David and then our King Jesus. Need to work. Once the brothers arrive in Egypt, Joseph found them a job. Do you think the brothers need to work in Egypt? Joseph is the leader of Egypt, second only to Pharaoh. Even though Joseph will supply everything his brothers need, it is still good for them to work. Work is a benefit for us. Work helps us to be productive, develops our character, grows our skills, keeps us in community. Without work, we are idle and it is hard to grow. Jacob's Jacob's sons have a job to do now. They're shepherds. This seems like a good job for them. The Egyptians did not like this job. We all have work to do. You might get paid, you might not. Your work might be for a company. Your work might be for your family as a mother or wife. Your work might be for your church serving. Work is good for us and helps us to grow. Even these men, who were the brothers of the great leader Joseph, had to work. This helped them to become a part of the Egyptian culture, and we will see later that their work builds a relationship with Pharaoh. The Big Plan of God Jacob probably never thought he would move to Egypt. He knew God had promised him the land of Canaan, but he was obedient and flexible. He saw he was a part of a bigger story. He could have said, But God, you promised me the promised land. But he did not. He followed God's will, and he knew he was a part of a story much bigger than himself. We are also a part of a story much bigger than ourselves. God's plan for our lives is not just about us. The plan includes our families, our communities, and nations. Will we be flexible to follow God wherever He leads us? Will we be open to listen to His voice, just as Jacob was as he listened to God in Beersheba and responding in obeying His commands? God can lead us into greater things for His kingdom. Let us keep our focus on Him and His plan, not just our own lives. Thanks for having some spiritual limei with us. We hope that you liked it and that it fed your soul. And we hope you come back for some more. We love ya.